It's time for Career Stories with Launch. I'm your host, James Enzer. Each month, I interview Cone Health leaders across the system to learn about the career paths they have taken. Whether you are just starting your career or are a number of years into your career, we can all learn from someone else's story. Career Stories with Launch is all about sharing, learning, and growing together. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome to Career Stories with Launch. Our guest today is Jason Upham. Jason is the director for the Moses Cone Emergency Department. Thank you for joining us today, Jason. Can you start by telling us a little bit about your role? So my current role is the department director for the Moses Cone Emergency Department um, here in this level two trauma center. So what brought you to Cone? Uh, family for the first part of it. Uh, Greensboro was uh, a visiting place that I used to come see family up here for a while and I spent several years in the military between my wife and I. Um, then we were going to school and so forth and once we got to school we said where should we live and Greensboro had uh, all four seasons and we came from Florida where we never saw anything but sun. Okay. <laughs> Not that we were trying to leave it mm -hmm. uh, but that's what brought us up here and we've been loving it since. So how did you get involved with emergency department services? So being in the military, I was in the Marine Corps, and I did the complete opposite of healthcare. I actually taught people how to shoot, so I was a primary marksmanship instructor for many years. Um, and then in that, I knew that that just wasn't where I wanted to be, and of course, I was curious of what to do. Uh, I had a very uh, persistent sister who said healthcare was great. She was in the healthcare as well. My wife's mother's a nurse. My wife was in the medical field in uh, the military as well, so we mm -hmm. kind of just natural thought, give it a shot. and. I, was in, I worked in a nursing home as, uh, in high school too, so it kind of felt right and just went down that path. Uh, in my schooling, it went through the ED, and of course, you know, every male that wants to go in the nursing is usually IC or ED, and once I found the ED, it was all in since then. Mm -hmm. I've, of course, worked elsewhere, but ED just has something about it, especially this emergency department, uh, that I just can't get away from. A little bit more of a connection there. No, definitely a connection there. So did you ever see yourself in the healthcare field growing up or what, was that no, never like a thought? That wasn't really a thought and, and of course, you know, being a little wild, 20 some year old, there was all kinds of other thoughts in my mm -hmm. mind. Um, but once I got in there, I saw it was, you know, I kind of had the passion for it and personally love making change and in the emergency department, you get to see a change and you get to move patients on in a quick manner that will allow you to connect with them but then yet see a positive trend, whether it be converting them from a, a rhythm or hopefully saving several lives in, in that process. Uh, but it, you can see a change for the most part, and that's what I think gravitates anybody in nursing uh, for the emergency department is you see a quick change and you move on. It's mm -hmm. not the long term. Right. Um, so I kind of just gravitated to that. That's great. So you've been at Cone, is it almost 10 years now? It would be at nine years. Nine uh, years. In a few months. So what was your first position at Cone? Uh, bedside nurse here in the what we'll call the old emergency department at Moses Cone. Mm -hmm. I started here. Uh, on nights at the bedside and just kind of slowly work my way through. Okay, can you talk about that progression a little bit Absolutely. From, from there? Yeah, so from the bedside, I uh, enjoyed it. It was very interesting and then I learned very quickly so I became the charge nurse here within probably about nine months or so working on nights, which nights anywhere is a different beast of its own. Mm -hmm. uh, but to have the honor of being a charge nurse in a trauma center, not a great amount of experience prior to, uh, was humbling in that aspect and I just kept wanting to learn. I actually started here with my associate's degree, so I didn't have a whole lot of the education in that aspect, um, more entry level. Uh, Cone was great because they allowed to pay for schooling, they supported it with the leadership and then with the system uh, advances. So I went back and got my BSN and once I got my BSN I still 
want it to continue. Mm -hmm. uh, there was an uh, opening for AD, so I applied for the AD position here. I did that for a few months. Um, there was another great opportunity to move over to Wesley Long, and I went over there and got to work with a great uh, Karen Resch um, and allow me to grow and learn in a different capacity and, and branch out from just one uh, campus. So you got to see how it looks from a different view. Right. Um, and then while I was over there, I kept going. So for myself, I just keep going. What's the next step? And just mm -hmm. slowly move. You know, not a huge end game, but as long as I move forward and have a change. Um, so I got my master's over there. Of course, Combs great and helped, and the, the VA benefits help as well. Um, so I got my master's over there, and then after, as soon as I did that, there was a great opportunity to branch out, and that's when I went upstairs to the neuro uh, department here on the Moses Cone campus which was a different opportunity that uh, I was able to take on and Sheree Smith who was uh, leaving that department and then becoming the executive director and being my boss once I came over gave me that opportunity so I was able to go up there and, and see again another view of the world mm -hmm. uh, very eye-opening uh, going from the ED to the inpatient and and having that understanding of both worlds uh, very interesting uh, to also note my wife's a nurse here um, okay. that works at Moses Cone who's an inpatient nurse, mm -hmm. uh, so we have a whole lot of interesting conversations. I bet, very different views at times. Very different. <laughs> uh, she keeps me grounded, very, uh, make sure I understand that, <laughs> you know, she's not just my wife, she's one of the ones we call report to, mm -hmm. so we, she keeps us all in check. Uh, but while I was upstairs, it was a great opportunity to see it, learn it, and then the a director position down here came open, and it was it's like circling back, you know, you get to go back where you came from, and I, and I said I had the passion. I mean, there's something about this department. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, of course, speak to senior leadership and making sure it was the right steps. I had to try. Um, went for it. Oh, my Lord, we can do some interviews here. Uh, but I was able to get the position. I've been in down here for probably 18 months, roughly. Okay. Um, it has been just rolling mm -hmm. of fun. Um, but we've done a lot of great success. Even the first year that was here, we pretty much met in, uh, all of our goals and set some nice records, uh, filled the staffing from you know pretty much a void of 30-some open vacancies. I mean, now we have a turnover of less than 2%. I mean, wow. we are fully full of staff, mm -hmm. and um, it's good timing because we're going through some struggles and, and, and the volumes that you know, we're seeing in the emergency department. Uh, so it's good that we have the right team and, and staff are still happy and, and managing through it, trying to build a rapport. And I think we've gained a lot of uh, respect on the inpatient side. So that uh, learning from my steps as well as my wonderful wife um, to get through that and, and build up relationships from the ED to the inpatient world uh, has helped us tremendously. Now, we're not there completely, but, you know, that's a challenge. That sounds like phenomenal growth, though. It's been a lot. So I want to circle back onto two things you said. The first is on education. Yes. Can you just tell us a little bit about the importance of that education? Because it, it seems like you found the need to continue to educate yourself. Um, so I'd just like to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah. So one, I'll be honest, was never a fan of going to school. Uh, so when I was in high school, college was, ah, I should go, don't go, should go. And of course, I dabbled into it. And then I went to the military. Mm -hmm. uh, but it also, uh, it is a key. You, you, every step of the way, I've gained something. Um, uh, it has allowed me to grow personally, um, even with my family. Um, now that even in, speaking of family, I mean, that's their expectations to grow. So it has improved the culture of our house, but yet of work. Um, so we continue. My wife has even gone back to get her bachelor's degree and, and going to continue on. Um, but it is a necessity each step of the way. And people are thinking it's a checkbox. It's not. Mm -hmm. Yes, you need to do it, and you gain a lot of knowledge from it. Right. Um, obviously, you went to school for something. Uh, but it does build on each other, and 
I'm not, again, not a fan to say I want to jump out and go to school, but it has helped tremendously to understand the next role, how to do that role. And even if I didn't move on, it still allowed a vast uh, knowledge base to see how to take care of patients in the larger scope than what I initially thought in my own little lens. Mm -hmm. So, Well, it's all in, your, all in your toolkit at that point. Correct. And so the other thing I wanted to discuss is horizontal movement versus vertical movement. And so it, it seems like at times you had horizontal and then also some vertical. So can you tell us a little bit about, you know, sometimes you have to make a horizontal move in order to make that vertical jump? Correct. Yeah, so a, a large one would be pretty much going from this Moses Cone Emergency Department to the Wesley Long Emergency Department. Uh, I think it was a necessity because you have to get out and see what's outside of your realm. And mm -hmm. A lot of people uh, are Cone employees. I mean, we have some exceptional employees that have been here for 30, 40, and some 50 years. And They've, they've as well moved and some haven't. And you still gain a lot by being in, but even the ones that have been around, they've worked in other capacities as well. Mm -hmm. So they've seen, but it allows you to see it from the outside perspective. Right. And team building's huge. Well, so, we're a large system, so. Uh, so those two EDs are, you know, let's be honest, we, we sometimes you know, have struggles in, uh, amongst each other. But stepping out and being a part of that other team shows how important it is to definitely move horizontal and see a different lens. Mm -hmm. And then coming back to it was, again, full circle. Right, absolutely. So what skills do you wish you had prior to starting your career? Uh, I, I would say a little bit more open-eyed. Uh, I don't think I was open-eyed in the sense to say, what are the possibilities? I always wanted to move, but I didn't know what they are. So I would advise anybody to say before you, you know, in, our, in, in essence, uh, our values. Mm -hmm. Seek the best intent. Look what else there is before we can, uh, and not for an interpersonal relationship, but even your own. There's a lot of possibilities. So if myself, if I'd be a little more open eyes, uh, I may have made some adjustments or maybe not, but at least I would have been a little bit more knowledgeable of these. Um, so open eyes, and I think that our, our culture is getting there, especially with lean, fresh eyes coming in the projects. I think we're embracing it as a department, uh, as an organization pretty impressively. I love that view and outlook. What has been the biggest challenge you have personally faced here at Cone? Well, that's a good question. Um, I, I leave it to pretty much the, going back to that seeking best intent, sometimes we can get wrapped up in our own worlds. Um, being here in the department, in the emergency department, and, and thinking that it's something's not occurring because they don't want to do it, it's not true. And you just have to step back and get out of your own racket in your head. Mm -hmm. I've gotten in my rackets, and. I've had some great leaders who have helped me see that, and sometimes I realize I'm doing it myself. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll say it for this, or even my own staff, but sometimes we can get what's only going on in our own world. And there's a reason why it's occurring, and we just need to be able to see it. What has been the proudest moment of your career? I would say every step of the way. Uh, right now, it's, I think life is amazing for me personally. Uh, so having this position where I started and being able to be the leader of it is everything right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we have great staff and the, and the positivity they bring back and, and the way they're looking at things makes me uh, proud. Stand up and feel honored to say I can lead a department this large in our organization and have great outcomes and go through the struggles we're going through. Yeah, it's definitely not easy. It's not easy. <laughs> and we, we challenged every day and somehow we make it through it and we may be sore from it, but we keep coming back and doing more. And I can't thank the staff enough. They're still here. So they make it better for me. Mm -hmm. So we talked about education and some of your career steps, but what's been the most important 
um, aspect for you to prepare for a role like this. Um, so some part of learning this from the military is always trying to prepare for the n next step, but also the one above that. So right now I'll be reporting to Anne-Marie, but there's an executive level in there. So I would like to make sure I understand what the executive role is and then Anne-Marie as a CNO level. And it's not for me to take the CNO position. It's for me to understand what the level above me would want and the level above them would want for several reasons. One, I know what they're going to ask for. And two, if I know what they're going to ask for, I can be ready for it mm -hmm. and hopefully exceed their expectations. So if I can plan that two levels up, it's a benefit to be there and it keeps you ahead of it. I would like to give her the answer before she asks or know the problem before it's asked of me. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always work that way. Um, but if I can understand what their lens is, I'm better able to foresee it. And the same for staff. You know, I will look not what the problem is today, but maybe the next two days. So however it is to look forward. So really anticipating those needs, whether it be the staff or senior leadership. Correct. I mean, you can look at it from a patient's uh, standpoint. They come in here to the emergency department. We should look forward to what this gonna, the care is going to be needed for them. A, it's going to help us as a nurse care for the patient. It's going to help the doctor prepare to care for the patient. So you just keep thinking ahead of the, the question or the problem. Mm -hmm. Where do you see opportunities here at Cone in the next few years? And where do you see opportunities in healthcare in general? So both interesting questions <laughs> in today's world. Um, I think Cone is definitely on a good trajectory with uh, lean with all of our work streams and the way we're going about trying to solve problems from the bedside, senior leadership, everybody at a table. I would absolutely want us to continue that path. Um, the better the buy-in from the staff, the better a chance it's going to get done. So as long as we keep going that direction, we should be fine. I, I, and I would agree that sometimes uh, from the top a decision has to be made and that's always going to be the case at some point. But I think we try to minimize that and as long as we keep what's centered is our patients and the staff from the bedside then going up. Mm -hmm. So it's important. But I think we, we do that now as long as we stay on that track. And I would say for healthcare, it's probably just the same, just on a larger scale. Okay. We know there's a lot of struggles out there now. Mm -hmm. um, so as long as we keep what's truly important, and that's the patients, they want us, we need them, they need us, so as long as we keep them front. So in a prior conversation, you talked to me a little bit about the enrollment team. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, so I had a uh, breakthrough in our language uh, on the enrollment team. So I had the opportunity when we first started talking about um, our values and everything. When Cone started to take that change, uh, the director at the time asked for me to be part of this team called the enrollment team. I had no clue what it was. I, at the time, I was only at Cone for about a year, so it was completely unknown to me. So I went to the workshop, spent a week basically with the um, uh, consultant team that was here. And when we did that, they get up, you know, they ask you questions, they want you to kind of give your insights and really step out of your shell. And for me, I'm not a person who naturally would do that. However, it kind of forced me to do it and they embraced me completely. And I think that little bit of extra support allowed me to step out. And I, so far it has helped just this, like the schooling and moving to be vocal, but respectful. Mm -hmm. um, they've helped kick that for me. And there's a lot of great people from, um, within the enrollment team that helped me, Sarah, and a lot of other great names that were in there. Um, but that enrollment team was very supportive and it helped provide the guidance and support that will probably forever be part of me. Sounds like a good foundation. It definitely was. So now we're gonna move into the lightning round questions. So just very quick, brief to the point. 
What's something that would surprise people about your day-to-day here at Cone? That it never ends. It's 24-7, except for my wife, that would not surprise her, but it's a never-ending position, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially uh, in this current role, uh, from safety zones to questions, concerns, and again, forward thinking. Always something to do. Mm What is one book that you would recommend to aspiring leaders? So a great book would be Extreme Ownership. Uh, It's between the Navy SEALs and their learnings from combat to civilian life um, that we can all encompass in our world. What's one thing on your bucket list you hope to accomplish soon? Uh, Keeping focus and and making sure priorities with family. So it would be a bucket list that makes sure the families get, we get to love my, uh, allow my child who's five years old today to see and do things. So that I want to continue to make sure happens. If you could choose to be in any other role here at Cone, what would you be? I don't know. Again, I'm loving where I'm at now, so it's hard to say a different role. Um, I would just like for it to continue. What's the best advice you received that you would like to pass on to others? That would be, it kind of goes back to that eye open. Keep best intent, uh, keeping what everybody's perspective and respecting it. Well, Jason, it's been a pleasure getting to speak with you and hear about your career story. For those listening to this interview, if you have any questions for Jason, feel free to reach out to him at the email address in the comments below. Thanks again, Jason. Thank you.